Worship in the World is a screen-free worship experience brought to you by Downtown Church. Downtown Church is a community of unfinished people based in Columbia, South Carolina. We believe in asking honest questions while we strive to follow Christ within our own communities, loving people wherever they find themselves on their faith journey. Thank you for being with us today. Let us pray. God, we pause in awe of you this day. We wonder at all you have created and called good, and we look around for signs of heaven on earth. 
We give thanks, O Lord, for your grace that meets us here and reminds us that we are yours. However we come this morning, excited, grateful, nervous, humbled, or in a pit of despair, you are already here, ready to embrace us. You are here, O Lord, and so we rise with you, we worship you. Amen. I invite you to stand now and sing. People get ready, there's a train coming. You don't need no baggage, you just get on board. You don't to hear the diesels humming You don't need no ticket You just thank the Lord People get ready There's a train to Jordan It's picking up passengers From coast to coast Faith is the key Open the doors and there's hope for all more that love the most. There ain't no room for the hopeless sinner who would hurt all mankind just to save his own. Have pity on the Amongst the kingdom's throne So people get ready For the train are coming You don't need no baggage You just get on board All you need is faith To hear the diesels humming You don't need no ticket You just think just thank the Lord and just thank the Lord. Good morning. At this point in our worship service, the prayer of admission, as I think about the beautiful songs that we're listening to and singing and hearing and ministering to us, a thought just crossed my mind that we are not hopeless. We're not hopeless sinners. Yes, we sin, but we're not hopeless. We have hope, we have grace, we are so thankful for God, we're thankful for the blood of Jesus. During this time for our prayer of admission, where we bring our sins to God, we acknowledge that this human flesh that we're in still has some frailties and challenges and we don't always get it right. We don't walk in perfection, yes, yet we have the grace of God extended toward us. So as we say the prayer of admission this morning, remember, we are not hopeless. For years yet, there is still hope and faith in Christ. Let us pray together, followed by a moment of silence. Lord, we admit that we are not ready for the change you have for us. We hold on to not, no, even when it doesn't serve us. 
We are afraid of what the future holds. Forgive us, Lord. Open us to the transformation you can do. Family, there is good news. We are forgiven. Let us be at peace with ourselves, be at peace with each other, be at peace with God. To God be the glory. We are forgiven. Amen. There's some seats on the front row. I see y'all looking. Come sit with me. And they sit at the back. I love it. <laughs> I get it. Um, I want to point your attention to the back of the program. There's a lot going on. There's actually more going on than we can fit in these tiny squares. So um, take a look at what's happening right now. And then also know um, you can go on our website to the blog. And there's several opportunities to serve our community there um, that didn't make it into this uh, one little classifieds page. So I invite you to take a look. Title today's sermon today is From the Pit. And before we read the scripture, I'm going to give us a little recap, like a season recap on the book of Jonah. Jonah is a prophet and he was supposed to go to the city of Nineveh to preach against the people there. He was supposed to tell them on God's behalf that they were doing it wrong and that they need to go on and turn back to God. Well, Jonah, Jonah didn't really have interest in telling people he doesn't like things they don't want to hear. So instead of listening to God and going to Nineveh, Jonah decides he's gonna run away from God. So he, he gets on a boat, he goes out at sea, and then what happens, there's this big storm that turns against them, that, that threatens their life. And so Jonah says, it's me, throw me in. And his boatmates with trepidation, but with fear for their own lives, they do as he says, they throw him into the water and immediately the storm ceases. And then a big fish, gulp, swallows Jonah up whole. 
It's uh, one of my kids' favorite Bible stories. So listen now for God's word. Then Jonah prayed to the Lord his God from the belly of the fish, saying, I called to the Lord out of my distress, and he answered me. Out of the belly of Sheol I cried, and you heard my voice. You cast me into the deep, into the heart of the seas, and the flood surrounded me. All of your waves and your billows passed over me. Then I said, I am driven away from your sight. How shall I look again upon your holy temple? The waters closed in over me. The deep surrounded me. Weeds were wrapped around my neck at the roots of the mountains. I went down to the land whose bars closed upon me forever. Yet you, you brought up my life from the pit, O Lord my God. As my life was ebbing away, I remembered the Lord and my prayer came to you into your holy temple. Those who worship vain idols forsake their true loyalty, but I, with the voice of thanksgiving, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will pay. Deliverance belongs to the Lord. Then the Lord spoke to the fish and it vomited Jonah out onto the dry land. Y'all, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. From the pit. I don't know about you, but I like how rebellious Jonah is. Like he does what he wants. Until he can't. Until there are consequences for his actions. Until he finds himself in the belly of a big old fish. With water closing around him and the deep sea surrounding him and weeds around his head. Then he calls out from the pit. I know you're wondering why we have a bicycle on stage this morning. This bicycle was in a pit. In a dark, moldy corner of a garage somewhere collecting cobwebs and rust. What was once a shiny toy for some adult then became expensive trash that just seemed wrong to throw into the garbage. It's on our stage today because we are celebrating and sunsetting a a ministry of downtown church called Rerun. Rerun has run a course over the last 10 years. A few volunteers have received abandoned bicycles across the street in the abandoned building. And they've spent hours, greasy thumbs, fixing up these bicycles, and then they've given the adult bicycles to adults at Transitions Homeless Center who need them for transportation to the doctor or to work, or kids' bicycles to Epworth and to St. Lawrence. Organizations like people, like projects, live the life they are intended and then they die. That's how it goes. When things die, though, what do we do? We celebrate them. When we let them go, we celebrate them. And when it's a project like this, within a greater organization, we make space for new things to grow. I want to acknowledge that it's sad to sunset ministry, particularly ministries like these, which have had a huge impact in the city of Columbia and our community. 
Rerun is such a great idea, though, that uh, someone else has already picked it up. How many of you all have heard of the Cola Bike Town Collective? Cola Town Bike Collective. <laughs> Just a few miles from here, they are a nonprofit. They are an awesome nonprofit to support, open all week long to fix up bicycles and donate to some of the same agencies that we've served the last 10 years. One of our key leaders of Rerun, Mick, I told him I was going to talk about him just a little bit today. Mick told me that his first memory was on a bicycle. At three years old, he remembers riding a bicycle outside of his parents' home, his home, and riding up the sidewalk to find his older sisters. I asked Mick why he thinks that is the memory that his three-year-old self grasped hold of. And Mick told me something that I promise you I'm gonna be thinking about for a long time to come. Mick says that before your first memory, you just are, right? You just exist, but you're not really conscious of your existence. But then during that first memory and in all time following, you are aware of your existence. It's pretty incredible. And so for, for Mick, it's significant that his first memory came on a bicycle. His understanding of his existence in this world came on a bicycle. Bicycles have always been a part of Mick's identity. Growing up in his neighborhood, there were 13 or so kids, and every one of them had a bicycle. It's like a bike crew, you know? And those bicycles meant something to them. It gave them a sense of independence from their parents, a, a sense of adventure, a sense of who they are and who they were to become. Mick still cycles today. In fact, it's really incredible that he's here with us in worship because Sunday mornings are usually reserved for cycling time. Mick tells me that cycling is a jealous lover. It's something that you have to keep at if you want to be good at it, you have to keep at it. And long, if you keep at it long enough, it moves from being something that is fun, recreational or, or practical transportation to uh, something where you wanna have all the best gear, you wanna have the fastest and the lightest bike. We witnessed this in the rerun ministry. What started as like a really simple idea, right? Take bicycles that nobody wants, fix them up, give them to somebody who can use them again. Uh, sometimes when we had this option of free bicycles, then we started seeing stealing in the community, stealing bicycle frames, right? And um, one, one person being jealous that someone else got a better frame because they came to the shop at a different time. Such is the tendency of humans. I talked to my friend and former colleague Amos DeSasa this week who helped start Rerun, and he said the idea was simple. Find an issue in the community and try to address it. 11 years ago, public transportation was a pretty big issue. It still is today. Our bus system doesn't cover all of the city. And he says, you know, bicycles, they weren't the perfect option. Ain't nobody want to ride a bicycle when it's raining outside or when you have to go up a hill or heaven forbid if you're injured. It's not a perfect solution, but hey, it was a solution. It was our take on trying to fit a need of the community. Amos uh, laughed too. He said, you know, rerun wasn't the most successful thing we've ever done at downtown church. He said it's always about two or three people, which is pretty miraculous what two or three people can do. 
Amos said he was always trying to entice people to come out on a Sunday afternoon to fix up some bikes with him. He really liked fixing up the bicycles. And he said it's pretty incredible that just a few volunteers over the last decade have touched and improved well over 400 bicycles. Well over 400 bicycles have been transformed. Well over 400 people have gotten access to transportation. 400 people have gotten that sense of independence and joy of riding a bicycle. And it's not just those who received the bicycles that we celebrate today, it's those who got to redeem the discarded. Y'all, rerun fits really well in our theology. To take something that has become dead to us, a bicycle collecting cobwebs, and allow it to transform into giving renewed life to somebody else. It's more than just the people who own the bicycle, those who donate it from their garage and those who receive it on the other end. It has a whole lot to do with the people in the middle. I want to tell you a little bit about Doug Ryan. Doug and Diane Ryan are members of Downtown Church. They have been a huge part of keeping Rerun going over several years, and they recently moved to Virginia. They're back here today to celebrate with us. Doug loves bicycles. He's a professional cyclist, was a professional cyclist. In Dallas, he raced all the time. He was really good. It was his whole life, his passion, his social network. And then he got injured, and he couldn't ride anymore. He was robbed of this joy in his life, of the mobility, the awareness of being alive that Mick talked about in his first memory. And he said, not only did he lose the joy of getting to ride his bicycles, but he also lost a whole group of friends. He said, you know, Don, they're called activity friends. This was news to me. (laughs) When you have an activity that you like to do, a hobby, and you do it all the time, you get to know some of those people, right? You pass time together. You have plenty of things to talk about because you're doing that hobby together. Well, what happens when you get injured and you can't do that hobby anymore? Well, those activity friends, that whole community of people goes away. Doug said after the accident, he was really depressed. He said Amos had been ragging on him to come help with this bicycle ministry for some time. And because Doug could no longer ride on Sundays, he said, what the heck? I might as well go hang out with Amos for a little while, you know, put some of this gear and wisdom to some good use. And that's what he did for years, years of Sundays in a garage, Jimmy Riggin lights and fans so that the work could be done taking in new volunteers under his wing like Jonathan and Glenn, bringing in Mick, who I've heard can fix any bike. When I asked these volunteers who've been really involved the last few years, what are they gonna miss the most? And I was thinking for sure it was gonna be that moment when you give the gift of a a bicycle to someone and you see that big flashing smile. I was sure that was gonna be it. Nope. I thought, okay, well, they're more like, tinkerers, engineers than I am. So it's probably like that aha moment when you figure out what's wrong with the bike and how to fix it. Nope. Each one of them said this, it's the companionship. It's passing some time in that garage, in that pit with others. Rerun is about bicycles, yes, but it's also so much about us. When we find ourselves grasping 
for each other in the darkness of a pit, unsure of our footing, unsure of our future. God doesn't give up on us. God doesn't discard us to the corner of some garage or the belly of a fish. God gives us renewed life. Y'all, that's what the gospel is all about. I want to end with this. An American astronaut was interviewed, and he uh, was on the space station. And in this interview, he was, you know, torn. This is the bathroom. Apparently, people are really curious about going to the bathroom on the space station. So he's showing all the parts of the space station. And then he starts talking about the spacewalks that he's been on. He's been on nine spacewalks. You could tell his eyes kind of light up when he started talking about him. He said, you know, it's incredible. It's incredible. You're out there and you see earth, beautiful earth, in the vast darkness of space. He said, you know, it can, we can feel so alone in this universe. He said, we're really quite lucky because we have each other. Grasping for each other in the dark, we have each other. So when I think about Jonah grasping for God in the belly of that big fish, or when I think about Doug after his depression and his friendship with Mick and all the friendships that took place over there with the grease between your fingers and your thumbs and all these flat tires and wrenches, I figure if God can bring bicycles up from the pit, so too God can do with us. So too God will do through us. And for that we say amen. 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 Like a ship that's tossed and driven Battered by the angry seas When the storm of life is raging And the fury falls on me yeah. And I wonder what have I done That makes this race so hard for me to run Then I say to my soul Don't worry The Lord will make a way Somehow, somehow, somehow The Lord will make a way Somehow When beneath the cross I bow He will take you away Sorrow, let him have your burden now. When the load breath down on me, the weight is shown upon my brow. Then that sweet relief of knowing the Lord will make a way somehow, somehow, somehow. 
do my best in surface I try to do my best that I can When I choose to do the right thing I still have trouble on every hand And I wonder with that good fortune Why that good fortune has passed me by Then my say to my soul Take courage The Lord will make a way somehow Then I say I say to my soul Take courage somehow Then I say to my soul Take courage Lord will make a way somehow, somehow, somehow. Can I say it again? The Lord will make a way somehow. When beneath the cross I bow, He will take away each sorrow. Let Him have your burden now. When the and it starts to show on your brow then that sweet relief of knowing let them have your burdens now does now does now Let us pray. Gracious, loving God, we thank you for being a way maker. We pray for all people who are in search of a way, who need a way, who have lost their way today. Lord, we come praying for all people who are running from God, running from you, running from bad decisions, running from their past, running from shame, running from guilt, Lord, let them see a way to you. We're praying for all people who are in the midst of the storm, who are lost in the storm and cannot seem to believe there's another side to it. But Lord, we know that there is a way. Please show them the way. We pray for those calling out in distress and we pray for those who don't even have the courage to know how to call out, but just can call your name. And if all they can say is Jesus, we pray they know to say that. We pray for all who feel like the waters of life are closing in on them right now, who feel like they are in that pit and there's no way to get out of that pit. Let them know that they are not alone. To remember the Lord, to look around and rely on each other, to support each other, to be in communion with each other. For we do not have to stay in the pits that we are in. We pray, Lord, for all people who have lost joy, that they'll realize there is more joy out there if they make their way to you. We pray for those in need of transformation, those grasping for everything but you. Again, Lord, we pray that they find the way to you through Jesus to recognize you can be the healing power they need in their life. And now, Father God, we pray the pray that your son Jesus taught us to pray together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done 
on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Family, please stand with me. Our affirmation of faith, the Apostles' Creed, you can find in your bulletin if you choose so. Family, what do we believe? Let us read it together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Please remain standing and sing with us. By faith we can see it afar For the Father waits over the way To prepare us a dwelling place there In the sweep I am I We shall meet on that beautiful shore In the sweet we shall meet on that beautiful shore We shall sing on that beautiful shore The melodious songs of the blessed And our spirit shall sorrow no not a sigh for the blessing of rest In the sweep I am I We shall meet on that beautiful shore In the sweep I am I We shall meet on that beautiful shore Our bountiful Father above We will offer our tribute of praise For the glorious gifts of His love And the blessings that hallow our days In the sweep by and by We shall meet on that beautiful for sure, in the sweep by and by, we shall meet on that beautiful shore. In the sweep 
back We shall meet on that beautiful shore In the sweet by and by We shall meet on that beautiful shore Thanks be to God for rerun. Thanks be to God for every volunteer, every bicycle, every laugh, every grease smudge. Thanks be to God that we are rescued from the pit. We are never alone. And as we go from this place, may the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the interruption of that Holy Spirit may it be with you and with all those you love and with all those nobody loves. Go in God's peace. Amen. If you feel compelled to support the church financially, you can give a secure gift online at downtownchurch.me forward slash give.